hey, before we watch the video here, make sure you hit that subscribe button down below. Hit. What's up? Hit it. Don't just don't just flick it. Don't just do a little ping. You gotta yeah. make you see that little bell down there. That that indicates that a new video is coming out. So make sure you click that as well. Uh, big. It's the only thing that um, really keeps us going here. We're almost at five subscribers. We're gonna come up with a five subscriber special. Yeah, Cam, I've mean to talk to you about that. Um, you keep saying, you know, that the little bell button has to happen. Like the bell you button. Turn on, turn on the notifications, Cam. And I gotta be honest with you, no one's doing it. No one's doing it. No, people don't like the notifications. Who, I mean, who is turning on YouTube notifications? To what? Uh, to what is the end? What's the end of a YouTube notification? Like, what's the you, end goal? So you do not miss a Jake Paul video. Yeah, but if you subscribe to the channel anyways... You want to be first. You want to have that comment on YouTube that goes first in the, in the comment. If thing, you subscribe to the like channel it. anyways, it's going to, like, put that video at the top of your page anyways. Here's one. Okay, here's a secondary thought. Okay. I used it for live broadcasts of a guy that I listen to because he goes live and then you can interact with him. Okay, like a live chat. Yeah, a live chat. And this is who that you're doing this with? Luke Thomas. Luke Thomas. MMA, Luke, MMA analyst. Luke Thomas, MMA analyst. To the stars. To the stars. To the stars. Yeah, uh, but that's the only one I found value in. Uh, don't smash that uh, thing on anyone else. I think the live thing makes sense because you're not going to get any idea otherwise. Uh, yeah, unless you know that they go live at the same time every single week. Or, you know, if like they're like every day at 10 and you right. can kind of set your own watch to it. Without it, you're like, oh shit, they're going live now. Right, so it's setting an alarm upstairs, set the Google Home reminder, my Apple Watch, my Garmin Watch, my regular watch. Just have all three lined Cause, Cam, up. Because you're, trying, just, this, you're, bing, trying, this, you're trying this thing out these days where... Um, you have one of every of the kind of companies uh, that provide like a wearable technology in the hopes that, you know, you can kind of maybe get them to fight each other. Like you want your app, you want your Apple phone to maybe get into like Siri on your Apple phone to maybe get into it with your Hey Google. And oh, then maybe great. they can fight long enough that Alexa chimes in and maybe you can get them yeah. all kind of arguing jealous of each for other supremacy who's, yeah. who's who's stealing more data exactly and then garmin what do you know garmin tries to uh peek in there and oh, then that's cute. you know his browser history i know his heart rate when he has sex probably gets shut down because cam because you're doing this new thing where you're wearing your watch all the time you don't take this watch off well, i got multiple watches so this one this one doesn't actually track any data but um the the wearables i found were a little bit too much I don't know if you've worn any wearable no, tech. No, no, never have. It's, uh, I mean, it's it's cool and exciting for a little bit, and then you realize you're just always looking at it and being like, oh, I didn't take enough steps today. I guess I'm a lazy piece of shit. Yeah, I you feel know? like I don't need a watch to tell me that I've been sitting on the couch all day. Like, I can kind yeah. of, in my mind, be like, okay, well, I haven't left the house, therefore... I haven't gotten my steps. Like, I don't need the watch to tell me, like, hey. <laughs> the one thing I did like is the uh, active tracking of how many calories you're likely burning in that day. 
Okay. So if you're actually trying to get big and you go, shit, I burned 3000 calories today. Now I have to eat five to six. Yeah. And, and you see my, my thing, I, I would want it to be too accurate. And then anything short of extremely accurate, I would say, what's the fucking point? Well, you'll never know how accurate it is because you don't know what accurate is. I guess right? that's kind what? of, yeah. I mean, it's a good point. It's a good point You see that you're raising here. Yeah, you don't know what what's what other sources do you have to be, oh, I went to a lab, right? I went to a lab for a day and compared it to my Garmin watch. Turns out it's not accurate. Throw the thing out. Well, I'll that's, go to the lab that's what it day. is, right? I mean, like, you know, it, it's if it's telling me how many steps I'm taking, is that an accurate representation? Because anything short of, of, of perfect... Is pointless. Put well, that, I put mean, that on a shirt. Anything short of of perfect is whatever I said. If you're not 100%, give up. Yeah, exactly. Either if either give 110% or give nothing. No, not give. I mean, if you aren't at 100%, just oh. give up. Right. Hit 98% on whatever you're trying to do, scrap it. Call it a day. Exactly. Give up. Find something new. If you're not gonna, if you're not gonna finish off that, uh, if you're not gonna finish off that hundo, then what's the point? Yeah. Well, speaking of perfection, you know what you're listening to? Perfection in your ears. Kick it. That's a fucking segue. Continuing tonight on two C's in a pod. 96.7 on your Two C's in a pod, 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 two C's in a that's me. And similar to, uh, si- similar to the the number of Dalmatians that the that pesky Cruella Deville was after. You're listening to episode 101. Wow, I didn't know it was 100. Yeah, you're right. It's 100, 101 Dalmatians. Haven't seen that movie in a very long time. I'm an adult. Maybe so seen it twice. Yeah, yeah, I maybe maybe saw it once. I mean, we saw Shark Tale last year. But that's a f- that's a good movie. I agree with that. Like, you don't think uh, that movie has adu- that movie has adult undertones, you know, like a like right, like a yeah. like a curvy dressed up lead character. You know, there's no curvy dogs in one hundred one Dalmatians. Are you talking about Angelina Jolie the fish? Yes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. And Robert De Niro playing the big shark with Exa- the bulky chest. Exactly right. You know, like with an implication that it's you know the mob. There's no implication. You know, I don't think uh, 101 Dalmatians probably too early for there to be like adult themes in it. You know, in the way that Shrek had some jokes for kids, had some jokes for adults. I feel like if we did a revisit of it, I'm sure we'd be able to find some things. Yeah, do we think so? <clears throat> do you think so? Let's know. I'm not slops. going to. Let's know. Two season pod at yeah, let, I, don't, I don't think that's going to be my go to for the day here. What, you're not going to watch 101 Dalmatians today? No, I think I'm waiting for your reco. It's a beautiful, I, uh, gray, cloudy day here um, in, in, in southern Ontario, just the way we yeah. like it. Nothing says January <laughs> like no snow and clouds. Yeah, lots lots of lack of sun. Uh-huh. Um we're coming I think next 
No, we're two weeks away from Blue January, or sorry, Blue Monday. And what's Blue Monday? That's the saddest Monday of the year, or the saddest Monday of the uh, saddest day of the year, as far as wow. people are aware. Goodbye, Blue Monday. Reason because I think it's because the holidays are over, January's dog shit, and your credit card bills do. Mm. Yeah, this is where you realize that um, maybe you shouldn't have spent all that money. Maybe you shouldn't gone to the ATM the fourth time when you were down 3K at Vegas. Of course, Cam, because you're, you're going back and forth from Vegas these days. Yes, sir. Um, it's cheap, man. <laughs> it's cheap, man. What else do you want from me? It's cheap. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> uh, easy yeah. So, where's it? Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you. I don't know. Have you got your. Have you even boosted up? Not yet. No, no. I think uh, maybe there was a list at one point. But that's about it. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you this. Um, watch your armpits. Because mine and Connor's both hurt like a motherfucker. Because apparently, uh, I've never happened to have this with the first two, but the third one just swells up your armpit. It swells up your lymph node, I believe. The and lymph you node. Sleep on them. Yeah, the lymph node. So uh, I either have a serious cancer, or uh, I looked it up. And if you just look up on Google, try it at home, folks. Why does my armpit hurt? And then the next words are going to be after vaccine. Of course. Well, you know, I mean, Cam, you did the responsible thing. Uh, I think, you know, when when something hurts on your body or you feel something new, you search, go, Google you go straight to WebMD yeah. and says this hurts. And of course, it's going to give you the two options. It's going to say COVID or cancer. Yeah. Uh, and I guess you're just assuming that it's <laughs> the one, the, the not cancer option. I like to put in uh, brackets into my searches is like uh, the words cancer on top of it to make sure that it's not cancer. Not, you know, yeah. that's how searches work, right? Yeah, you search, but yeah, that's what if you put it quote, if you put quotation marks around marks the word, yeah. it only searches for things within that kind of like range. Or yeah, whatever. it's scan. It's like scanning for cancer, right? Yeah, the internet is scanning right? Just for like, cancer. Right, it's scanning my body for cancer. If it's gonna come up negative, no results found, I'm good. Millions of results found. I have a week. Yeah, that's a good point. That's is, a good point, Cam. Is that how the internet works? That's that's exactly that's exactly how the internet works. Just but, landing uh, flat. But yeah, you made it happen, <laughs> and your your lymph nodes are doing okay now. Nah, they're not okay. Yeah, they're still hurting. Really? Yeah, I'm telling you, man. This uh, shouldn't have got it. Shouldn't have got it. <laughs> shouldn't have left it. it. Well, my theory, and I heard this from the the CBC, so I can't say it's my own theory. Um. Are you talking that as long as uh, which specific? Uh, well, just so we can put them on blast and put them in the ads and in, in the comment section. Uh, uh, if you're listening live, write in the write in the chat uh, your opinions about your favorite CBC newscaster. Uh, so th this one's Adam Carter, reporter from the uh, CBC. Put him he's on a blast in the comment who, section, folks. Put him on blast. He, he's a Newfoundlander who now calls himself a Torontoer. Uh, I question that, Adam. He enjoys a good story and playing loud music. I'm sure you're doing. I'm sure your neighbors love you, Adam. You can also follow him at Adam Carter CBC or drop an email at adam.carter at cbc.ca. Oh, he's got, anyway, he's got he, the CBC. That's great. Yeah. So not, anyway, he wrote an article email. saying that as long as um, USA and Canada and all the other rich countries are taking third boosters, it's just going to make the pandemic go longer because if you look at a bunch of poor countries, they can't afford vaccines. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is uh, they just don't get them because we just hog them all. 
That's a good point. That's a good point. Yep. Don't want to so be So do a- your do do your part. Don't get the booster. <laughs> do do your part. Yeah, controversial ad campaign cam that you're trying to run. You tried to run it past, you know, uh elements of, you know, kind of officials and uh people higher up in power and you got a resounding no. Yeah, hate to be called an anti-vaxxer when you're dosed up twice when you say don't take the vaccine. Um people love throwing that term around. <laughs> Did you lose your job because of COVID? You're an anti-vaxxer. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it, Cam. That's exactly it. Now you, uh, I guess, yeah, you got the third and you're ready to go. How's your work doing now that all this shit's locked down? Well, this is my slow period anyways. Ah. Right? You know, kind of like Mon- or, um, January through March. The work is seldom anyways. And then yeah. you bust your ass, um, you know, April through December. So I'm just stoked. I mean, I've been nonstop since June. You know, That's great. you and I had a weekend up at your place. We had a weekend up when we went out uh, east, or not out east, but you know, we, we went away to our corporate retreat. Uh, and yeah, this is this is actually like the first. I mean, what? It's the it's Monday the tenth today. This is the first like week and a half I've had off. Actually, I went into work yesterday, and I'm going into work tomorrow. But this, this is the first, like, week and a half of actually, like, we, we hung, like, we, we were finally able to hang shit on the walls. The Christmas tree? Okay. Yeah, we hung the Christmas tree. You were that late. Hung the Christmas, we were, I was so busy, Cam. I, well, so busy, Well, so here's the thing. Um, life hack. New Year's tonight. Folks, life hack. If you forget to put up a tree, between, like, the 29th, to the 3rd of 29th of December to the 3rd of January there's just free christmas trees all on the road if you just go to the bottom of someone's driveway i guarantee there's a free christmas tree ready for you uh so you can if you forget an idea you're good it's right there you don't have to pay remember cam you had to pay some guy like 90 bucks and he 90 dollars and he fucking you know had to wrap it in a thing you put it on your car for you no no i can just drag it home yeah, shit, what an idea. Right? What life you, hack, you, life hack, folks. So because of that, can I, you replant them? Like if I you got not. somehow roots on them, I I'm going to say not. no. No. <laughs> like little plants you can do that, but big ones I think they have a tougher time. Um, but because of that, yeah, this is the first week and a half or weekish that I've had off since June. So we just got um stuff ha- hanging on the walls. We just kind of finished, um, you know, th- th- those little things. You know, we had all these boxes because Jess's brother uh, is the box. Jess's brother is moving at the end of the month, so yep. um, we had to. We were holding on to move, boxes. Move. <laughs> is, is he moving onto the streets, saving <laughs> some boxes for him? Pretty much. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, we were saving on the boxes. He's moving, so we're like, great. We'll hold on to some boxes that way you can use them. And then it was yeah. like a month of him not taking them, so it was like, okay, no, nope, these are leaving our house now. So do you want yep. them or no? Uh, so we kind of got those. So it's finally kind of like, you know, the clutter is leaving. Things are up on the walls. Things are up off the yeah. floor. So good feeling. Very good feeling. Yeah. It's nice because yeah, well, I was working so much throughout the month of December that pretty much like after it. we you make moved, all the money. You asked the question. Well, I you never said, I never said I make a lot of money. I just said I worked a lot. So, <laughs> so those, <laughs> two things, hours. those two things are not mutually exclusive cam. Um, well, good. Yeah, I think today's it for us. It's probably just going to be a big cleaning day. Well, probably for me. I'm just going to put on my headphones and listen to, uh, listen to, um, uh, two season of pod marathon and just, uh, clean the whole house. Interesting. JK. Marathon. Maybe would, at, maybe at a one and a half time speed. Yeah. Do you watch MacGyver at that speed? No. 
Oh, I do. You watch you watch TV at like a faster speed? Oh, I watch MacGyver because it's so slow. Just specifically MacGyver came. It's 45 minutes long. It's not slow. Yeah, but the the pace of it is slow though. It's like the if after you start watching it at that pace, it you can't go back to the other one cuz they're like, "What do you think, MacGyver?" Well, what if we grab the electro current and grab the cable of the copper, twist it together with the Oh, fucking, let's get to, yeah, we know it's going to blow up, right? Speed through those episodes. I, I Apparently so. Apparently that was, uh, you know, your your 21st century sensibility can't handle, um, you know, the pace of, a, of, of, of an 80s drama. If I could put it into TikToks, I could definitely watch the whole thing, right? Just oh, put yeah. an episode. A bunch if, of TikToks. A bunch of five-second clips. And I'll be fine, right? A bunch of TikToks, yeah, yeah, it could work. That's, that's the way they should make uh, make television these days. Just put it on a bunch of TikToks. They tried it with Quibi, and then that What's thing Quibi? fucking failed. Quibi was the streaming service with like ten minute episodes of shows, and a lot of big names of people had a stake and had a show on this thing, and nobody fucking bought it. They would never heard. They of were it. thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, you can look do do more info if you want. But yeah, like Will Forte had a show on it. Uh, you know, people were invested into this product. It came out like super early pandemic. Probably you know, not because of the pan. You know, just it was already coming out anyways, and then just nobody fucking bought it. Are you trying to say they started the pandemic, Quibi? In a way. In a way. In a way, it's a sickness on its own. In a way, but at the same, you know, they didn't. But at the same time, they kind of did, which is really interesting. They didn't. Oh, I watched your uh, Joe Rogan, um, Tim Heidecker thing. Finally? Uh, I watched it like the day after. I just haven't told you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. I listened to the whole eight hours of it. You and, got. Uh, you did the whole know, thing, eh? Did the whole thing. Uh, after the sixth hour, I realized that I was watching it again, ah. but decided <laughs> might as well stick through. Yeah, I think I uh, I noticed it the set on the second walk through. I can't believe you actually made it that far in. I, I kind of realized it pretty soon. I'm like, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard it was it, it was probably like ten minutes into the second or like the first loop. It was the ad. Once you heard the ad, that was the thing for me. Yeah, there was one thing in particular where there was like, and then at at the at the comedy st- uh, we meet at the, at the store. And then as soon as he said that, I was like, wait, we've already had this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. What a piece of art that is. Honestly, a piece of art. Check it out. Tim Heidecker. Uh, Cam, Tom, Tim, do you want yeah, to uh, you want to get in the podcast this week? Oh, I guess we should do that. Let's yeah. get into the show um, by first looking at last week's show. Because we have some notes. Okay. Notes. We got some notes. We got some notes. 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 We got some notes. Dang it. Well... What do we always say, Cam? If we're not 100%? It's nothing. Okay, so I assume there's no notes. <laughs> uh, no, the only note was um, we were asking ourselves our question, the legality of tinted windows on your car. And what the hell does all of this mean? Well, it's true that at least in Ontario, on January 1st, 2017, the government put into um, you know some kind of rule into effect or whatever, uh, which uh, prohibited any aftermarket window tinting on the vehicle's front windshield. 
The law also restricted um, side windows and rear window tints to be at a maximum of 30% tint. No, oh, I know what you're saying. 90%. I know I know what you're saying, Cam. What is 30% tint? Well, I think the answer is I don't fucking know. And I don't think anyone would fucking know until you're pulled over by, by a police officer. But if you are buying a car in Ontario stock from a manufacturer, a used car dealership, whatever it might be, and that car was made after the year 2017, uh, you can guarantee that the window tint will be under the under the proper rules and proper guidelines if you have a car with more than 30 percent window tint that you owned prior to 2017 you are grandfathered into the system however so, go ahead however garages are not allowed to do it like if if a garage were to do it now you know you could pay the guy but who knows the cops could pull you over the next day and you get a fine and have to remove it from your car so if I said, yeah, okay. So basically it's never going to get enforced. Uh, yeah. How many people are pulled over a year from it? I have no idea. What I'm thinking <laughs> is, oh, I, I bought this car before 2017. Yeah. So as you, long as you have a car before 2017. Yeah. You would be grandfathered into whatever system cam. Um, but any new vehicles would only have like a 30% tint maximum. Not even a third, not even 33.333%, just straight up 30. Gotcha. Okay, that's uh, that's news. Speaking of guarantees, no. I know you were talking about, um, that's the last note of the pod? Yeah, that was it. That was it. Okay, good. No mistakes. Um, speaking of guarantees, I had a guarantee revoked recently, or at least what I thought was revoked. So, Cam, you remember Bikegate? Bikegate. Who could forget? Who could forget Bikegate? Bikegate. Remind me what a bike gate is. Uh, bike gate was you had offered uh, a neighbor of no, your no no different bike gate different bike gate good good reminder good remember though yeah bike bike that bike hasn't come back yet um, I know where the guy lives I saw him yesterday anyway uh, this bike gate remember when I bought a mountain bike oh in okay so last you bought February? a bike in February 2021 and they were like hey you know back order it'll be here soon and you're like great let me know and then a month later hadn't arrived two months later three months six months and now we're coming up on 11 months and uh the story is now continuing the story is now continuing so I call them I'm like hey guys uh we're 11 months in uh 2022s are out now do I just get a 2022 now that I've waited a full year they go, oh, what bike? Uh, I go, this one, you said you there was one more coming in last year, and I had that one deposited on. They're like, uh, okay, uh, so we can offer you the 2022 if you pay another $150. I go, well, okay, uh, which one's coming in first? You know, the, the 2022 is guaranteed to come in this year. I go, sorry, yes, I put a deposit on the 2021, with the expectation that when you put a deposit down, your guarantee is there. And he goes, I don't think your bike's coming in, man. This I go, not at all. He's like, I, and I go, were you going to tell me this or just wait for me to call and be angry? He's like, I'm not certain it's not coming in. And Specialized isn't outright saying that it's not coming in, but I don't think it's coming in thinking what, what do you mean he goes they made a lot of mistakes last year with the pandemic with shipping and uh, like sourcing things they're guaranteeing it this year they said they learned from their mistakes i go 
give me the fucking new bike. They're like, all right, should be here in May. So we're <laughs> total time is over a, a year and three months. Yeah, by, by that point, we'll be coming up on 15 or 16 months since the yeah. initial bicycle purchase cam. And I can't help but think that none of this would have happened if you just bought a Norco instead. Never. <laughs> I would never buy that piece of shit. No, I'm, Norcos are nice. I'll, I'll give you that. Specialized is also a Canadian brand, so uh, haters going to hate. But I, I don't know why it takes so long to get from Quebec over to here. I could go pick it up in quicker you time. Could than, probably could ri- you could ride the bike back sooner than it would Easily. probably arrive if it was shit. I could build it myself at yeah. this point quicker. Yeah, you, you could just go to Quebec, go to the facility, and just open the box, build it yourself, ride it home, and you would have made it back uh, before that. Yeah. Wow. So um, there, there's, there's another. This one's guaranteed, though. I thought there was a guarantee when you put money down. Apparently, you just put money down, and I guess I was speculating. That yeah. was like Vegas. Yeah, I have a I have a purchase on the on the you know to be shipped or whatever, and yeah, you know with the lack of everything, yeah, you're getting a little sketched out. You know when I when I bought it online, it said two in stock. I was like, great, I bought great. it. That means I have. That it. means it it's mine, stock, and I'm gonna go pick I have it up. It now. Yeah, uh, and then I get the email later, or maybe it was a call or whatever that was like, hey, only one of them is in stock. I'm like, well, they're speakers, so you kind of need two. Nobody wants one. Uh, These are like shoes. He said second week of uh, January. I don't know. We're kind of hoping for the best on this one. Jury's, jury's still out. But they took the money off my credit card. So As they the do. money's gone. <laughs> I just don't have anything to show for that. I just that don't money. have it yet. So now I just kind of have two empty speaker stands that are just waiting for something to go on them. Yeah, I have a, I have a whiteboard in front of me that says accounts receivable bicycle. Yes. Accounts payable zero. Yeah, that's the I like um I like the option where um like I don't pay until the product is in my hand. You know, where you, that's a good policy. Where you can, or, yeah. you can order it, and even if they have to order something in, you're like, okay, I'm still going to buy, I'm, I'm going to put my money down when I see the product in front of me in my hands. I'll do that with comic books. If a right. store has to order some comics in, they make you put your credit card down, but they don't take the money from you until you come to buy it. It's more of an, right. a, a more of an insurance where if you, you know, they order it custom for you, and then you don't want it. Well, they're like, well, shit, we ordered it for you, so we're charging you for it. <laughs> but yeah. the and money, the, the money like actually the isn't store. taken. It's not paid for until you know you have the materials in your hand. Well, that was kind of my problem with the bike stores. They're like, oh, we ordered it, and I go, I, pay, I did pay the deposit on it. It's not like you're not going to sell the bike. It's one of the most popular bikes out there. Clearly, that's, that's why, why it's not it took available. Fifteen months to get. I'm not even going to say fifteen. I'm assuming 2025. I'll have the, the 2025. Oh, it's going to be a great year, 2025. Yeah, big year for bikes. Big year Can't for wait. bikes. <laughs> yeah, big year for bikes. Nothing else. Everything's going to collapse beyond that. Meteors are going to hit the planet. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah. Hey, did you watch that uh, twenty or that uh, end is don't look up whatever the movie was? Yeah, we watched that on uh, New Year's Day. I think a lot of people watched it around New Year's Day when nobody wanted to leave the house. <laughs> Somewhere yeah. in that kind of like immediately after New Year's, I think a lot of people checked that one out. What'd you think of it? Yeah, we I really enjoyed it. Yeah, 
Yeah, it was fun. It was a little bit. I th- it was pretty long. I think I watched it in two or three sittings. Yeah, uh, which is I know is like your biggest pet peeve. You're like, how could you ever do that and not immerse yourself in the experience? Because my mind's obviously fixated on I gotta go fucking do bikes, <laughs> just other shit like oh the garage could use cleaning. Why am I watching a movie? Um, shit like that. What'd you, what what what's the impressions that you got from it? I heard some people that were like, of course. Here's my here's my uh, recommendation for the week. Get off Reddit. People are just angry all the time, and they just jerk each other off about it. The one thing I saw was people being like, everyone should get super angry about this movie because they did this about the world change, but not about climate change. I don't so, get I don't it. Know. I don't get it. I don't. I don't understand I, the argument. Uh, I was like, I thought it was fun. Yeah, no, I did enjoy it. I um, this is kind of the third serious movie that Adam McKay has uh, written, directed. So it wasn't really a serious <clears throat> movie. Well, more serious than his previous films like Anchorman and Step Brothers. Like it okay. had an he actual did Vice like too. It had, well, that's what I'm saying. This is now his okay. third slightly more serious movie. What's the other one? The Big Short. Uh, oh, that one was good. And I well, that. I think more than anything else, I now enjoy his filmmaking style. Like, you know, when you're watching a Tarantino movie and you're like, this is a Tarantino movie. Or you're watching a Christopher Nolan movie and you're like, this is a Christopher Nolan movie. Like, these uh, Don't Look Up followed in that similar vein from Vice and Big Short where I'm like, oh yeah, this is now an Adam McKay movie. This is what his movies look like. Quick cuts. There's going to be a bit where some, a logo or a phrase is drawn over top and you hear like the, you know, with an arrow pointing to somebody or something. Uh, there's going to be a moment where the audio cuts out very quickly in a like moment of tension. Uh, like he has his own style now, which I think is kind of cool, especially coming from a comedic director. He has his own thing going. I like that. Yeah. Um, I'm, a year's very good at identifying these things. I could maybe pick up on that, but I don't notice these specific cues that you're talking about. Probably because I don't watch many movies though. Yeah, well, yeah, like from you just you know you kind of, I mean, I you know you just kind of if you're thinking you know oh what are the other Adam McKay movies or yeah or what are the other Tarantino movies oh yeah Tarantino does this in all of his movies or well I know Tarantino does a lot of the feet um, timeline oh feet yeah loves the feet big feet guy big feet guy <laughs> big fuck yeah. guy I but other than that blood gore I guess that's another theme. Um, yeah, yeah, things like that. It's really whatever you notice to kind of like connect yeah, certain films enough. together or whatever. Yeah, well, I thought it was fun either way. Yeah. I know some people probably didn't like it because it had a bunch of wealthy people in it and people just get angry about wealthy people. Yeah, I, I really liked the uh, the character, uh, the Mark Ryland, the character that Mark Rylance plays, like the tech guy who was oh, just, yeah. he was a real fun combination of like he was, he was Elon Musk, Bezos, Tim Cook. And Richard Branson, like, all in one. Like, you know, it was kind of like, let's take all of these douchebags who think that they can save the planet, who think they're saving the planet, and make them one character who also thinks he's saving the planet. Um, you know, I, I did I did kind of like that in just, oh, he, the way he kind of talks, like, he has a lot of autism, but he's also really smart. And I'm gonna save the world one day. <laughs> it's like yeah. shut up, Musk. But yeah, 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 yeah. 
All right, plowing ahead. Want to um, play a game? Do you have any games lined up? That, that's a that's yeah yeah. Uh, I got I, I always have a few in my back pocket. No, no, I got uh, Urban Dictionary Boulder Dash available. Uh, I don't have any like specific ones. Like, what what do you got? What do okay, you, got you have to cue you have to cue the segment so we can cue the theme. I don't know. I don't know what you got. Throw Is that one what out. Thinking of doing? What do you want to play? All right. Well, uh, do you have a top five or anything? No. Well, a game that we play together. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Let's uh, er, let, let's find the words that Gen X, sorry, that uh, Doomers are talking about right now that we don't know. Pitch them to each other to try and make ourselves more woke. Um, it's Urban Dictionary Balderdash. AIDS bum, cum douche, edge fap, gimp, herb, Ike, jerk, cush, lamp, mac, narc, oaf, pank, queet, re, slore, tilf, uff, vag, walk of shame, zon, yeet, and zuck. Now let's play some Balderdash. Urban Dictionary Balderdash. That's how you announce a segment, Cam. Thank you. I was working on it. Uh, yeah, so the point of the game here is, like I said, we find words that we probably don't know. We pitch them to each other in a sentence and see if we can guess what the hell they are. Cam, are you ready for your term? Ready for it. Let's go. A Dallas threesome. A Dallas threesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, can I hear it in a sentence? Liam and I experimented last night. We went out to the barn and had a Dallas threesome. Okay, no, no help there. Um, I know a Dallas threesome. It has to be like specific. I don't think it has anything to do with sex. Like it's specific to Dallas or, you know, it's going to be like something football related, something country related, boots, yeah, you know, kind of like something like that. I don't think it has anything to do with like the threesome element. I think the threesome element is the red herring. Um, so I'm going to say that a Dallas threesome, a Dallas threesome is when you go to the bar and you order like a beer, a shot, and like a, a something else. Like it's like it's like an order you go to at a bar. Uh, you know, or you, you know, you have a beer, a shot, and then you get kicked out of the bar, or so, or something like that. Um, so, I know. So you might have heard my. I, I might read this again. Liam and I experimented last night. We went out to the barn, and had a Dallas threesome. Oh, the barn, barn, barn. Oh, so maybe it is gross and sex, and it's like when you and your buddy tag team a pig, when you like wanted <laughs> to do a real pig roast. Uh. <laughs> Um, no, I'm going to say a Dallas threesome is you, uh, you get drunk, you chew some tobacco and you ride a horse. Wow. The, is that, is, I think that's just the, no, uh, I still think the sex, what, I still think the sex is the red herring. I still think I got, I got, I've got to, I got to go down with this ship. I think that's called uh, the Holy Trinity in uh, Dallas, not okay. the Dallas threesome. Uh, no, so the Dallas threesome is when you're having sex in a barn and a grazing cow stands there and watches you. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so I, I like your definition better. So the man-on-man uh, -man lovemaking, that was the red herring. 
uh, just because I said Liam and I doesn't really have to do with so much. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, mean, I should yeah, have asked the perspective be, of the character. Yeah. Just a sentence. Wow. Okay. The Dallas threesome, folks. Uh, use it. I like your definition better. You, you like, use, the, you Dal- use Dallas the Dallas threesome. threesome in your vernacular day to day. Let us know. Two season at gmail.com. Have you ever been in a Dallas threesome? Is that kind of like uh, when you're having sex and a dog is looking on from the side of the bed? Is that just kind of like the worst? Uh, like, what's that called? Uh, when you're having awkward? sex and then a cat uh, jumps on, you know, or like tickles or like starts licking your toes with their sandpaper tongue. What's that called? I think it's called the end of the end of sex. <laughs> That's called debonered. Yeah. Okay, Cam, I got one here for you. Are you ready for your word? Yes, sir. Your word is lawn lawn milk. <laughs> Could you use lawn lawn milk in a sentence, please? Of course. After we smoke this bowl, let's make a gallon of lawn lawn milk. Oh my lord. I hope those two are related, but you could maybe you just said like after we get there, let's have a bowl or let's make a gallon. Again, the red herring you can you're you can never be sure where it's actually going to take place. No, after we smoke a bowl, let's make a gallon of lawn lawn milk. Uh, Is lawn spelt the way that a typical like lawn mower would be spelt Um, or grass? L O N L O N. Oh, so not the way I'm thinking. Lawn, lawn, milk. Um, I'm thinking maybe it has something to do with bong water. Smoke this bowl, make some lawn, lawn, milk. Um, I'm going to say that you use the bong water as a cocktail ingredient. That's my guess. And the drink itself is called a lawn, lawn, milk. Cam, that is a very, very good guess, and that is uh, very close. I might even uh, be inclined to count it. So it is a drink containing THC. So it's a drink made by boiling a bong or a bong piece or the stem in milk so that the resin dissolves into the milk. And then you drink that. Does that make sense? (laughs) If, I mean, I got something to do today. It makes it so. Oh, slobs! Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna you're gonna put some milk in a pot, put it on the stove. You're then gonna take your greasy bong stem, put that in the pot, let it boil down. The resin will slip right out. Mix it all around, and you have yourself a lovely THC drink. I question if that works. But also, I imagine that tastes disgusting. I don't know. <laughs> Urban Dictionary did not give a, uh, you know. I uh, thought I thought these were words we had to experience in yeah. the acts. Well, of course. Well, that's why you picked the Dallas threesome, of course. Um, yeah, jury's still out on what the hell it would taste like. I don't know. I imagine just like kind of gross milk. Probably gross milk. Also, does it clean the, does it clean the stem? Yeah, that would clean the stem because you'd be boiling out the resin, right? The resin has to get hot enough, and then it just kind of slips right out. Ugh. Imagine taking a shot of resin. Ugh. That's how you puke. Yeah, I remember one time a guy, uh, this was like back in high school, like, um, you know, passing around the bong or whatever, and 
you know, you know when you have your head, you have your kind of hand on the top, and you're kind of passing around or whatever. And a guy, instead of like taking a toke from the top with a bong, he goes down to where the bowl piece usually is, and he just like. Mm. <laughs> and then I remember like he looks up, and we're all looking at him like, "What the fuck did you just do?" And then just water just starts dribbling down from his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be one of those real disgusting things. Yeah, you ask your uh, friends in university to do. Yeah. Well, hey, man. Uh, all our listeners that, yeah, I mean, I think uh, all our listeners who are in university probably have no class to go to or just living at 386 Albert Street. And, uh, yeah, ripping vape clouds all day. Yeah, so, what's uh, up, university students? How you doing? What's up, university students? What's up? How's lectures? Is camera off for sure. Camera. Do you think off? that's a thing? Yeah, I was talking to my um, some of like my younger or like my cousins in high school um, over uh, at Christmas. Like, hey, so what's 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 this like? What's what's going yeah, on these how days? How does this work? How does this work? And uh, yeah, you yeah, a lot a lot of the classes you can camera off. Oh my god, that must just be in high school. Imagine that camera off you're like i am not i'm gonna play xbox yeah like all day well that's what turn, they turn off your xbox jimmy 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 well that's what they say about distance learning right a lot of these kids are very distant from learning is that is that a saying I don't, i've never heard this no not really just you know distance <laughs> distanced learning that's what the whole online thing is called because you're learning oh, okay. at a distance I, I hadn't heard this before. I thought it was just at home learning. You don't have kids? But I guess that's different. I don't. No. I have a baby thing upstairs, and people keep asking me if I have a kid. What do you mean a baby uh, but thing? That's, like, a, like a crib? Uh, I don't know. It's one of those things that rocks. I don't know. A little rocking crib type thing? Why do you have sort it then? Of, but I, I think Shan's giving it to her friend who just got pregnant or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a baby shower. You have a baby shower gift in your family room and people are seeing it going like, oh my God, are you expecting? Yeah. And we're, we always just say yes and just wait for the reaction. (laughs) Just, and just wait for them. (laughs) You don't have to. Yeah, they go, really? And you go, no, 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 no. no. It's for a gift. That's not the way we'd announce it. I've been thinking about that. What would be like the worst way to announce to someone that you're pregnant? Short of uh, those announcements that cause like millions of dollars of fire damage, short of those reasons, short of yeah, like yeah. those, short reasons. of those ones, I, I was saying like a way that would just like, like really throw the, uh, like I I think something that'd be kind of funny is just doing it so casually, and it's like, um, can you go pick this up? Like, sorry, I have a doctor's appointment. It's like for what? You're like, I'm pregnant. And just like super casually say it, I think that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, I guess I guess the the non-announcement. Yeah, the non-announcement. Right, where maybe maybe you don't say anything until somebody asks. You're not lying. You're just not telling them until until you know. Are you guys planning on having children? Yeah, in about nine months. Are you guys planning to have kids? Yeah, probably six months. I think uh, she will be here. And (laughs) and they're like, wait, wait, what? And you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm like three and a half months. We're like three and a half months pregnant. 
You're like, what? (laughs) You know, you didn't tell us. And you're like, well, you didn't ask. (laughs) Am I supposed to say everything? I guess that's the, you know where that's like, you know, it's like, it'd be certainly impolite to, where there is also that thing where it's like, it's it's impolite, it might be impolite to ask if somebody is pregnant, you know, and Mm. when they start showing a little more weight or whatever. I guess if you don't tell anyone, wait for that last possible thing where like only your best friend would be like, hey, we got to talk. You've put on 10 pounds in your belly. You have a basketball in your stomach. Yeah, yeah. And you haven't gone to the courts in years. And you Something's haven't you haven't you haven't here. gone to the court in years? You haven't gone to the court in years? Yeah. You can't hit a free throw for shit. You're I, one on one under ten off the line. I was watching you doing the three man weave the other day, and uh you, you could hardly get your passes down. And now you have a basketball in your belly? What's up. happening? Yeah, what is going on here? You're lying to me about something. Yeah, I guess that would be um, it. The no tell. Wait for them to the no wait tell. for them to ask instead of you telling. Well, here's something that happened recently. Um, so I have family in Quebec um, that I don't talk to. Salut, Not because I don't salut, like famille. Oui. Salut, salut, Quebecois. Um, I don't talk to them just because, like, um, we just like you know we haven't kept up basically. Uh, anyway. They don't know that I got engaged um, and I don't have any social media. So I think the way that they're, and I think this is might like tumbling upon itself right now is Shannon posted something about her going to get her dress. And then Eve was in the picture and then Eve is like on their, I don't know, mm-hmm. social media follows them. So then uh, Shannon asked me, she goes, do you know a Kim Lindsay? And I'm like, yeah, that's my aunt. She goes, she's trying to follow me. I go, well, I guess the secret's out now. Like, <laughs> and like, did you not tell anyone? I go, well, no one asked. You know, I can't. Nobody tell Nobody asked. Like, I can't. T- yeah. I, why is it my responsibility to tell everybody everything? If somebody's curious, yeah. they just got to fucking ask. Hey, I still haven't got a phone call from anyone on that side. All and I think that if they found it out now, their responsibility. That's their responsibility. The ball's in their court. Do they want to know? If you want to know, then fucking ask. If you don't, then don't. I'd say so. I'm on your side, Cam. I'm on your side, Cam. Yeah, let's, give me a uh, shout. Shoot me an Send me a fax. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'll, I'll, I'll pick it up. Cam, you, well, you just got a fax machine. I can see in the background. Let's move on with the show then, shall we? All right, time we? for MacGyver and Fiverr. I think it's time for the MacGyver in Fiverr. Ma 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 MacGyver in five. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr. MacGyver in Fiverr. It's time for MacGyver in Fiverr. Because we only have five minutes to recap this week's episode of MacGyver. <laughs> Which is where, of course, every Every single week, we recap uh, the special, uh, the um, adventures of Special Agent MacGyver as he travels the world, uh, solving the uh, all all the problems um, that come with uh, from America. I think that's the most important part about MacGyver is that he, you know America. You know what I'm saying, Cam? America. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Barely cared about that one. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna put five minutes on the clock. We have five minutes to recap. Cam, I am starting off this week's episode, and then Cam will be yep. following after the halfway point. We're talking episode seventeen to be a man. Cam, are you ready for it? Yes, sir. 
<laughs> That's a big yes, sir, from Cam. Five, four, three, two, and we open at nighttime somewhere um, over the border of Pakistan and Afghanistan. Mac is flying a jet in search of a fallen U.S. satellite that crashed in Afghanistan. It contains a bunch of secrets that the U.S. is scared the Russians will see. He gets followed by an Afghan plane, but he only has two minutes to get away. Uh, just then, we see a little Afghani boy, um, and he's watching his mother be assaulted. Back at the plane, the Afghans fire two missiles right for Mac, and boom! direct hit but don't worry because mac hopped out at the last second and parachutes down to safety we see our little afghani boy again and the may um and the man who is beating up his mom leaves to go search the wreckage of the fallen plane mac lands and hides his parachute as not to be tracked just then the whole army arrives at the fallen jet and they spot mac up on a mountain he gets to the satellite where he has to disarm a quick bomb which is no problem for mac but the afghans are still hot on his trail mac takes uh, parts from the fallen satellite and tapes them together to start to make a hang glider for himself uh, to jump off the mountain while the Russians are shooting missiles at him. He starts to get away, but then his parachute gets shot down. Mac gets shot in the arm, and now he's crashing to the ground uh, with the Afghani and Russian crews coming close behind him. Mac hits the ground fucking hard. Uh, where right when our little Afghani boy gets there to watch. Mac takes out a gunman on a horse with a rock slingshot, and then he eventually collapses. The little Afghani boy runs to his aid, gets the horse from the fallen attacker. Mac gets on the horse, um, and they run off before the army can catch up. We learn that the little boy's name is Ahmed, and now we're going back to his house. We also learn that the bad guy from before, who has beaten up his mom, named Kali, killed his father, and now he just comes to abuse his mom, I guess. We get to Ahmed's house, and after a bit of convincing, his mom lets Mac stay for the night. Ahmed goes outside to distract the oncoming Kali, so he doesn't walk into the house. The plan backfires, and Kali starts to walk in. Mac sees a can of butane that he fires off at Kali. Kali smashes through the window and in the process ends up shooting himself dead back at the Russians. Uh, they are also looking for Mac because they want to know what was in the satellite. Ahmed tells us that he actually used Mac to kill Kali. That's why he brought Mac here because he was tired of Kali. He says something, Ahmed says something very sexist towards women and their place in society. He leaves the house so his mom can cauterize Mac's bullet wound. That's not a euphemism. Cam, off to you. He literally, sorry, she literally uses a poker for a fire, puts it in the fire, and seals his wound by burning him with it, and he just kind of gives a wince because he's the ultimate tough guy with the Calgary Flames hat. So Ahmed's mother, I don't think we ever learned his name, is treating Mac while Ahmed releases the horse into the wilderness with Mac's whip. So Ahmed's mother gives a, yeah, they, they kind of solve him up, and he's sitting there. He's all fine at that point. And then they need some help fixing the water pump. And this is how Mac's gonna get into their hearts. All he really does is find some material, seals up the machine itself or the pump, and now it pumps again and everyone's happy. Bringing Amba's mother on his side. The Russians are still on the hunt for him. And one morning, Autumn, Ahmed runs home, letting them know the Soviets are on their way. Mac covers himself in hay in one of the hay lofts or hay barn type things and attaches a rope to one of the wooden poles holding up the structure slash shed. The USSR slash Soviets break into Ahmed's house in search of Mac, uh, where they find uh, that he is not there, but they do find that there are some shackles there or something that is of his and they know he is close. Anyway, they run, one of the Russians runs into the hay shack, but Mac pulls down the support pole, collapsing it on top of the bad guy, 
and knocking the other out with the shovel. While Ahmed is saying to kill the Russian, Max sacrifice, doesn't sacrifice, saves his life by not killing him, saying he doesn't need to die. A life lesson for Ahmed. Will this come back later? We'll find out. How much time do I got here, Cam? 50, 50 seconds. seconds. Yeah, the Russian who now has saved his life, uh, who Max saved his life, has now been instructed that he will be court-martialed unless he can capture him. Mac and the family are now driving a jeep through the hills as the Red Army are blasting anti-aircraft guns at him. Mac finds a large rock with a crack in it and pours water into the crack and fills it with a fire extinguisher, thereby creating carbon dioxide, freezing the crack, causing the water to expand, separating the rock and dropping the rock onto the Russians' vehicle, exploding their vehicle. After that, Mac and the family easily walk to the border until they see the soldier that they once saw before pointing a tank at him. The Russian realizes Mac has saved his life and decides to do the same for him, letting them walk peacefully to the border. Episode over. Episode over. Five seconds to spare, Cam. We gotta let the track play through because the track has a certain amount of time. Boom. That was fantastic, Cam. Uh, there seems to be a lot of episodes here where the end goal is just to get over the border. I don't know if you've yeah. noticed that. Uh, I have noticed that. And the funny thing about Afghan, like, the Russians is they can just walk over any border, apparently. So I, I don't know why that would matter much. There's like a hundred borders with Russia. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, the, it's funny because they're like, oh, there's hundreds of Russians out there and they have two miles to walk. And then it's like, we're all good. We'll just leave our home behind and nothing will ever happen. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's MacGyver for you. That's MacGyver the MacGyver and Fiber. Remember, this was all pre-Berlin Wall, right? Uh, I guess, yeah. I'm not really familiar with dates. Yeah. Well, then I guess, Cam, if MacGyver's over, is it, uh, is it time we close this out with uh, our flagship game, I guess? Yes, sir. It's Let's time finish it off. We've done 100, 100 of these at least. Uh, 300, 600. 600 headlines we've seen. Uh a lot of those were fake and a lot of them are real like, of course cam is talking about headline or asinine hey hey headline or asinine i got the first one for you big cat boom Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Reptile reptile hailed as world's first four-legged snake. Turns out to be just a lizard. Uh, yeah, you'll hear stories about this all the time or, you know, often where... Do you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where, where somebody thinks something is something and then it turns out it's not. You know, where it'll be like... Uh, It'll it'll be like a, a record selling uh um you know like Picasso painting sold for twenty five million, and then the next thing you hear about it is J K. It was a fake, and somebody just made twenty five million. Uh, so you do hear about these things um, you know every so often, and then it's like oh shit, all the you know, it was just a lizard. Now, what I'm confused about this is world's first. Like, we're well aware of evolution at this point and how these things happened. Uh, so to say that it's a snake with four legs is a very first. Like, I'm pretty sure that existed probably hundreds of millions of years ago when, um, you know, lizards were crawling out of the primordial ooze and onto land uh, for the first time. 
right? Uh, I, I think I've heard that before. Snakes used to have legs and then just due to evolution lost the legs just the way that human beings used to have tails. But we kept the bone. Um, but it turns out to be a lizard. I, I, I would want this to be true because I would hope that some, like a lot of money was invested into whatever the hell they're talking about and then somebody had to like head between their knee you know or like tail between their legs <laughs> tail uh come up to their boss and like hey so i, I was wrong <laughs> um it's hard to say though i'm gonna say this one's asinine uh this one's a headline but common misconception a few mistakes you made there cam human beings never had tails uh ancestors of human beings had tails Human beings, yeah, never my, had yeah. Tails. My grandfather had a tail. My ancestors <laughs> had a tail. I've seen the, I've seen the photos. <laughs> I've seen the photos. Uh, and th this is the similar thing where uh, snakes don't have legs, and that's what makes them snakes. Um, anyway, so the story here is in a study in 2015 from Brazil claimed that a 120 million old fossil discovered in Brazil, dubbed the Tetrapodophus tetra tetrapodophus and i'm not gonna that was go good that, that was a good one um and you're not a greek, word you're not a word guy oh i can hardly read uh greek for four-lettered serpent was the first snake to have more than two limbs so apparently they've had two limbs before anyway um this got reported or i think sorry in toronto the u of t they got a sample of the fossil or they got the fossil itself and took a look at it because they went this doesn't make much sense and it turns out it was just very poor science that somehow got published and peer-reviewed. And one thing we learned from this is just because it's peer-reviewed doesn't mean it's actually good science. You can get things peer-reviewed very easily. For a start, the skull is more lizard-like than snake-like, lacking the ability to separate bones and swallow the prey whole. Its teeth were also more like that of a lizard than a snake, the latter having cursed incisors to stop live prey from escaping. There's a bunch of other differences. It's just bad Brazilian science. That's right. I'm calling you out. Take that, Brazil. Go suck one. Yeah. Okay, right on. Right on. That's good to know. Good camera going here for you. Uh, headliner asked nine. Cats have caused more than 100 house fires in three years in South Korea. Oh, easily. I'm surprised that's the number. I, I could think of thousands. The way those little fuckers jump around, especially around Christmas time, jumping onto. I've seen the videos. They jump on the Christmas trees. They yank them down. They sparks go everywhere. 300 is nothing compared to all the shit they do. Knocking off candles. I would never have a cat in my house for that reason because I know it'd be in flames. Cats, the ultimate fire star. Really, the Smokey the Bear should just be have a cat ringed up in its throat and going, see these little fuckers? Kill him. Headline. <laughs> Cam, this is a headline here for you. This is a story coming from the Seoul Metropolitan Fire and Disaster Department in South Korea, where officials have said that cats have caused 107 house fires in the last three years, and that pet owners should be on the lookout. The majority of these fires um, and the increase in recent years are due to the rise in electronic uh, touch uh, stovetops and ovens and that cats are jumping onto these electric stovetops turning them on accidentally and then fucking walking away once these things overheat there is a chance that they can catch fire um, to anything that kind of is surrounding on the area uh, four people have been hurt in these fires and just over half of these fires were caused when the uh, homeowners were not even home 
A lot of new electronic stoves uh, and ovens have lock functions, and owners are encouraged to lock them up. And of course, the problem isn't exclusive to South Korea either. The American Humane Society says that every year pets are responsible for over 1,000 house fires just in America. I'm not surprised. And uh, that ends our segment on cats. Get rid of them. <laughs> cats, get rid of them. Thinking of buying a cat? Kill it. All right, Cam, <laughs> moving ahead. <laughs> Radio Shack reboots as cryptocurrency company. Now, Radio Shack, um, of course, probably went out of business at one point. I know at least in... Newmarket, where I grew up, all of the Radio Shacks were immediately replaced with The Source. So I don't know if, uh, you know, like the, if the company was bought by The Source by Circuit City and then kind of rebranded so they were able to keep all their brick and mortar locations. Or if the Radio Shack was just gone and uh, The Source kind of zoomed in at the right time. Now, now Radio Shack converting to a cryptocurrency thing is so far like not on the nose uh like not only is it a forgotten medium radio but now you're trying to convert it with a brand new medium that young people are buying like young people don't remember radio shack the old people who remember radio shack aren't buying crypto so why keep the name at all now it's just almost like a you know it'd be like blockbuster coming out with a new streaming service the old people are like well i remember blockbuster the young people they have fucking hulu so they don't need another one um new crypto's all the rage now though uh ricky y Saki, the best uh disc golfer on the planet signed a new contract where he received a quarter of a million dollar signing bonus in bitcoin crypto.com Oh, okay. No, no, he got a he got a signing bonus in uh, in Bitcoin. Of course, the Staples Center has been rebranded to the Crypto.com Arena, so uh, it's not crazy. I'm gonna say it's a headline. This is a headline for all the reasons that you stated, Cam. So you were saying that why would a Radio Shack, which uh, boom, sorry, Doomers, and uh, you know what the term Doomers is? I don't. No, you've said it twice oh, okay. now today. Yeah, so Doomers are the Gen Zers, the newest generation that think that everything's going to collapse. So it's the newest generation, and instead of being Boomers, they're Doomers. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, they definitely don't care about Radio Shack, but they understand crypto on their own. Old guys who know Blockbuster go, I don't understand shit about I don't understand shit about crypto, I'll tell you that. But I do know something about Radio Shack and shit. That pair of headphones that I got back there in ninety six, they're still working mm -hmm. and I trust that name. So they're trying to bridge that gap for older, wealthy people like CEOs who don't know anything about this by having a reputable brand that is known for the technology which they knew from the clap before the twenty fifteen or twenty seventeen bankruptcy. Uh, they're trying to go based on their name brand itself and trying to help out those older folks exactly with what you said, just kind of flipping it on its head. So that's a headline. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, I'm full of it. You're full of these ones. Uh, okay, Cam, here we go for you. Headliner asked nine, uh, European Union officials looking to reverse the Nuremberg Code. Um... The Nuremberg Code was the you can't torture people, right? Yes. Uh, results of the kind of World War II, Germany experimenting on people. Uh, yeah. 
and they're trying to reverse the code. Yeah, I'm going to say, wait, which country again? Give me that. I said uh, European Union officials. Okay, so this is one of those headlines where what I'm thinking is there's probably some weird language in there that says that you can't do something to terrorists. And we all know that enhanced interrogation techniques is not torture. But, you know, some laws are a little bit fuzzy on that, like the Nuremberg Code. So if we can just make a few little tiny tweaks around there and maybe get a little bit of data every now and then and maybe just put some bags over people's head, it's not torture. It's enhanced interrogation techniques. Uh, so I assume it's just a little bit of a correction they're trying to make, not trying to rewrite the whole thing. They're like, We're, we don't support torture. We do want to get the truth out of people. Hmm. Just enhance the way that we communicate with them. That's a headline, Cam. Cam, that one's asinine. Fuck. I wouldn't be surprised, though. I mean, like... Maybe not. You know how governments work. Who's ever read a document from the government? There are several thousand pages. No one. No one's ever read it. That, I don't know. That Charter of Rights and Freedoms that Canada has, I'm pretty, no I'm pretty one's sure it's ever like one page. It. <laughs> no one's read it. Okay. Have you read it? Probably once yeah, as a kid. Nope. <laughs> Do you remember every word? I don't think so. No, I remember uh, Pierre Trudeau doing pirouettes behind the Queen when she signed it. I think that, that photo is the more memorable part of the entire Charter of Rights and Freedoms. What's a pirouette? Yeah, it's like a ballerina thing, you know, when they put their hands above their head and they're spinning. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, that's something. Um, headliner asking camp. Taco Bell is selling a $10 monthly taco subscription. Monthly taco subscription. I guess it was only a matter of time before food um, became the new subscription service. Right. I guess my question would be what, you know, because if you if you spend your you spend your Netflix subscription, you get everything the Netflix has to offer for that one price and you get to watch it as often as you want. With a food subscription like this, you know, like they have like the good food boxes that you can subscribe to and you get one every couple days or a week or whatever and it has your meals, but it is finite. So I'd be curious about a taco subscription. Can you walk in and ask for as many tacos as you want? Is it a per daily thing? Hey, you can get five tacos a day. You can come every day, but you only get five and that's going to be scanned or we're going to punch your card or whatever it is. So it was only a matter of time. Now, keep in mind, if you're getting a taco subscription from Taco Bell, you're not getting the creme de la creme of of tacos. No, you're probably getting a little, like one of those kind of half tortilla shapes that's, you know, like a, the small ones with a little bit of rice, a little bit of meat, and a lot of diarrhea. You have to be at a point in your life where you love shitting so much, you want to pay $10 a month to shit all the time. That's a headline. That is a headline, Cameron. I think you pretty much nailed it on the head with even less than five tacos a day. With $10, you can get one taco per day for 30 days. The national program in America is called the Taco Lovers Pass, and it's not just your standard taco. They have uh, potato tacos. They have a bunch of different tacos available to you, really with the intent of getting you in the store because no one's going for one taco, especially someone that's buying the membership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, and oh, by the way, it's a huge success. Big huge success. <laughs> yeah, nobody's. Uh, no, yeah, nobody's sitting there. You know, I mean, you'd have to like be very close to a Taco Bell. It'd have to be in your vicinity. Definitely an American thing. I mean, I can even think. 
I live close to a pretty, you know, busy intersection, and I couldn't, I mean, I couldn't tell you where the closest Taco Bell to my house is. Probably at least a 10-minute drive, you know, where maybe in the States, you know, I feel like they're around every corner, you know? They're kind of like Tim Hortons for us. Hmm. Yeah, I think there's one in Kitchener, or one in Waterloo, yeah, there was. It's beside or it's attached to a KFC. Yeah, because they're they're in bed together. Yeah, there was one in, uh, there was one in Newmarket, and it was on the other side of Newmarket. So I've I've been to Taco Bell maybe twice in my whole fucking life, and I know I'm not missing much. No, you're not. Okay, Cam, I got one more here for you. Headline or asinine? Icelandic app warns you if you're dating your relative. Oh. Well, uh, Iceland, notorious for not letting migrants in. Uh, This doesn't surprise me at all. If you didn't know this, very, very difficult to get a visa uh, to, not a visa, sorry, to immigrate to Iceland. The Nordic countries do not like people coming in there. They're like, come visit, great. We don't want you here. Which is funny because when the U.S. or Canada is like, we don't want refugees, everyone gets up in arms. When it's Finland or Sweden doing it, they're like, ah, those silly Finns, they go play hockey all the time, (laughs) right? No one seems mad about this, but this obviously causes problems with incest. Um, Next thing you know, it's your cousin you're dating, not your sister's friend's cousin, uh, which is also your cousin. So this doesn't surprise me at all when these countries that don't allow more people to come in from abroad. Actually, I learned this the other day, Cam. Did you know that you're not allowed to donate, or in some states, you're only allowed to donate sperm in twice per, like, county or something like that? Okay. And the reason being that a lot of people stay in their same hometown. So if you're donating and then that relative, like, you say, I'm anonymous, I donate the sperm, then they birth and they stay in the same town. It just creates a bunch of incest problems. Right. Fun fact. Also a way that you can't just try and make your money based on selling sperm. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I think this is definitely an issue that they're probably facing with. And I think that's a headline. Cam, this is one is a headline here for you. This is a story from the small island country of Iceland who only has a population of about 370,000. And apparently dating is getting harder and harder. Now, we've all heard of the story. You go to a family reunion and then, you know, it turns out, you know, like, oh, hey, wait, wait, we went on a date once. Wait, we have the same aunt? Wait, what? You've heard this story? No. I've never heard this story. No, but apparently it was a story that was large enough in Iceland that some people had to do something about it with such a small population. And like you said, um, very, very few immigrants migrating to the very cold climate. The population is running out of new people to date. So here comes the Icelandia app. Icelandia. I'm not saying that right, probably designed to help avoid swiping right into a little bit of incest. Bump the app before you bump in bed, the developers are telling you. Due to the small population size and direct lineage back 1,200 years to the times of the Vikings, almost the entire population's genealogy is on record. 98% of Iceland's full genealogy runs back to approximately the year 800. Uh, so far, there are almost 50,000 downloads on the app since it came out with a couple little things to it. So you have to be an Icelandic citizen to access it. It operates through 
the government in some kind of way. You uh, And when you do, you have access to the entirety of Iceland's genealogy library, where you can type in a name and the app will let you know how far away you may, or hopefully not, are related to somebody. The app developers are hoping that the rest of the world don't start thinking Iceland is all about incest, uh, because it's always just better to know. I guess. Not something that I've had to concern myself about, uh, but maybe I should get a check. We should all get your STDs check it out. checked and just get. We should all are, check. Are it you out. dating your sister? Are you, da- are you dating your sister? Yeah, or at least a second cousin. Yeah, at least worst case scenario, a second cousin. All right, Cam. I think that ends our time here. That uh, was. Thank the, you all for listening. That was the time. Yeah, you're right, Cam. This was 101. This was a lot of fun. Very excited. We break off that next hundo. Can't wait for episode 200. You can rate, review, like, subscribe. The show is everywhere. Leave us a voice note. Leave us an email. And uh, two season a pod at gmail.com. Who knows? Your uh, your voice could be heard live on the air. Live on air. And never forget, folks, if you're ever in the situation where you kill a polar bear, if you eat the liver, you will die. I'm Cam LeClaire, signing off. Take care, folks. Continuing tonight on two season of pop 96.7 on your two season a pot, 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 two season a p